0: Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you, you need. Your Tech Life, with Trevor Long.
0: And hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, the date today, as I record, is Tuesday, the 12th of August, 2014. And um, look, I'm not going to lie to you, um, a struggle to to get the show together tonight, uh, this, this day is marred by the death of Robin Williams, and I find it hard to ignore that. Um, but more on that in a minute. Um, there are a few things to talk about, though. Um, we have calls, we have a very interesting Aussie company that you've probably never heard of doing amazing things and in fact their website is one of the top 100 websites in the world right now and that's quite an achievement for any aussie company so you may or may not have had interaction with this company if you are uh, live or breathe anything to do with internet or have a website this this company may be of interest to you so we'll talk to to them later there's a lot of news around the iphone 6 we might break a bit of that down and talk about what is what and and where And I'm a bit perturbed by the um, Microsoft Surface 3. It'll be available soon here in Australia. I'll give you the dates and the pricing for Australia. Some of which, really? I'm I'm not sure it helps them get market share. If one would assume that is their objective. Um, The... uh the show is kept free thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin.com.au is their address. We'll tell you more about their product shortly. And as I say, you can uh, you can get in touch any time if you've got a question, a problem, or anything about technology. Uh, just go to the website, eftm.com.au, or uh, you can call 1-800-157-157. Um, this is Your Tech Life, uh, proudly brought to you by Garmin. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. <laughs> Uh, you know the theme and I don't know maybe less people would know the theme than I would think Um, but this this scene in the music store Mindy's parents and this little bit here where the car's driving along the highway Mork and Mindy Uh, Robin Williams' first big break um, in the TV show Mork and Mindy 1978 through to 1982 an amazing show when you think about it and, and i am from that era obviously um otherwise it wouldn't mean anything to me and if if you're younger than me then maybe it won't mean anything to you but i was born in 1976 and uh you know this show was therefore around not only in my very early years but you know it's, it's it had the, the repeats and the things going all the way through it so it's a show that i i can just remember i can remember watching it as a kid and uh, robin williams was just brilliant and then you think about a man like robin williams and um you know, Good Morning Vietnam, Dead Poets Society, Good Will Hunting. I think Mrs. Doubtfire, probably the biggest of the big. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but that's just me. Um, and then there's just the other thing I remember about Robin Williams was all of the uh, all of the appearances on places like Leno and Letterman. I love those shows, and he was always just unbelievable. And today. And the reason I mention this is because I just can't I can't ignore it. It's it's on my mind and, and I have to share that. And uh and I think that anyone's passing is is tragic. Um extremely tragic, especially this is a man who had uh family, he had friends, he had children, and um we should never forget that. But the very fact that um someone's passing whom we never knew, we never met. Um, that can have such an effect on on individuals, and I, I'm what I'm saying here is that this has had a, a quite an interesting effect on me. I I kind of, um, you know, kind of quite quite taken aback by the the effect it had on me this morning, and I I think also that's possibly due to social media. Right, I'm going to blame social media for how I'm feeling because we used to receive news in such a way that you know you saw the news bulletin at the night or you read the newspaper and you moved on what i said earlier today on twitter to a couple of guys i know is you know people can have such profound impacts on our lives um the joy he brought is causing the grief on his passing it's a very interesting thing so i'm sitting at my desk at work and i have tweet deck open all the time so when something's happening you know that the the columns move fast and you and you can see in the corner of your eye kind of repeat information. And um you know, I saw the, the it was actually the statement from the from the local sheriff in the area of Robin Williams' home, which was a very detailed statement about his passing. And then, you know, you quickly can confirm these things and uh, and obviously then you get statements from the family stuff. But I found it very interesting because I'm absorbing this information. I'm sitting at my desk saying, Oh my god, um, oh jeez you know, making words like that just, you know, subconsciously spurting out these words and people around me go, what's wrong? And you go, "Well, Robin Williams has died. And, um, and what's very interesting is to get a sense of how people who are not directly connected, which is the majority, let me be clear, not the the majority of people are not sitting on, on Twitter all the time. And then you, you get like a guy in front of me, got a call from his wife to say, oh my God, can you believe Robin Williams is dead? And we're like someone in front of me who kind of jovial in a sense, Kind of said, yeah, that's like thirty minutes ago because we heard it then, and it's really interesting how the social media takes away the filter of news, takes away the filter of everything, and then you 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 put that on top of the twenty four seven news cycle, and you see, you know, helicopter crews beaming live pictures of his home in, around the world. I mean, what the hell's the point of that? But we are so connected in our worlds, we are so connected in society today that that's that's just how we roll. Um so yeah, I think um there's no there's no technology news in that. This is just an observation of the world that we live in today and um and a and a sad recognition of a of a man whose whose life we lost today. Um tragically, his his manager uh, suggested he'd been battling recently with depression and that makes it all the more sad. And uh it should be a stark reminder to us all that even the uh, seemingly happy among us maybe battling the the black dog as they say um and you know places uh places like beyond blue places like um the black dog institute uh are places to to rely on to go to 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 talk to and then you know it's a it's a timely reminder that if you or anyone else want to talk about these kind of things about anything you know that's uh keeping you down and um you know making you think why do i bother then lifeline is the the place to go 13 11 14 13 11 14 and you know if you are of means you know consider making a donation to, to beyond blue or or lifeline places like that um it's very sad very sad and um you know, the world is a sadder place from his passing uh, and, you know, plenty of tributes will flow, as they say, but our lives must go on. They must. They must continue. We must push on. Um, despite the sadness, we, we have to continue. Um, and I will just finally say to you that um, I've said before I don't listen to many podcasts, and that's quite true. Um, I have recently reinstalled Pocket Casts, um, probably my favourite podcasting app, it, it's helpful for me to check that my podcasts are working and available um, and you know my mates Paul and Rach, I enjoy their show regularly, I, I quite enjoy listening to Hamish and Andy as a podcast because I'm not really into the music that's on their radio show so it's a great concise moment um, Osher Gunsberg has a fantastic podcast um, formerly known as Andrew G um, just search for Osher Gunsberg um, Will Anderson has a great podcast but one I want to draw your attention to today is um, is Mark Marin. Now, Mark, M-A-R-C, Marin, M-A-R-O-N, M-A-R-C, M-A-R-O-N, has a podcast called WTF. Now, to be very clear, uh, not for kiddies. Um, The WTF stands for what you think it stands for, and he says that not only in the intro, but that kind of language can be found, not always, but can be found within it. And I've quite enjoyed it lately. I've listened to some great ones. Um, He talked to The Amazing Jonathan, which in itself was quite a confronting and and very tragic um, interview because The Amazing Jonathan is... Um, is suffering from a, a life-threatening illness that that will take his life, and he was very upfront about that. Um, Mike Myers recently. I, I really enjoyed that chat, but I actually subscribed today because Mark Marin has a a premium section where you can get really old stuff, and I subscribed paid like nine bucks for the subscription. Uh, to to download an interview he had in two thousand and ten, uh, April twenty-six, two thousand and ten. Mark. Uh, visited the home of Robin Williams, sat down and had a, a very lengthy uh, conversation with him. Uh, to Mark Maron's credit, um, that podcast has been republished today uh, in the WTF with Mark Maron podcast feed. Uh, if you're on iTunes or Pocket Cast, search for WTF and you'll see a, a blue uh, background, WTF in white with a, a, a black and white sketch of Mark Maron and the podcast um, August the 12th dated is titled "Remembering Robin Williams" and uh, Mark does a small intro, small outro, and uh, in between is the full-length uh, interview with Robin Williams. Um, no sponsors, no mentions, and I think that's just a great credit to Mark for that. Um, not every episode is is, is my my go because some of these people I just don't know, um, and that kind of doesn't interest me. But this was this was interesting because I watched a lot of YouTube today, and isn't it amazing? Again, I'm finding I'm finding technology links here, people, but isn't it amazing? the The power of of YouTube is a repository of content. You know that intro I just played you from Mindy, I got that off YouTube. Um, I watched uh, Parkinson in interviews with Robin Williams today. I watched a bit of stand up. I watched the Yarn Event clip with Robin Williams, which is hilarious. So much stuff. And when you think about that's all there. Um, it's just such a depth of uh, of content and information, and you can you can absorb all that great stuff. And what's interesting to me is all the interviews I saw. I saw him with Kerry O'Brien. They were all funny. You know, he was on, he was switched on, he was cracking jokes, he was just being funny. And and the reason I want to recommend to you, if you were or are a Robin Williams fan, uh, the reason I want to recommend you listen to the WTF um, Remembering Robin Williams podcast is the interview isn't funny in in that sense. There's some funny moments in it, but it's very raw, very real, very Robin Williams. And it feels like we just eavesdropped on two blokes just having a chat. Um most confronting I'll I'll warn you up front and Mark does warn you at the intro to the show is near the end of the show he does actually talk about um his battle with uh, alcoholism uh depression and and in fact the contemplation of suicide in a, in a, in a kind of whimsical way and this was 4 years ago and um it's tough to reflect on that but it's good to be able to listen to it and it's good to be able to hear the other side of of a man um that that is um you know he's an Oscar winning um, brilliant, brilliant actor, and um, we should be uh, we should be sorry for his loss, and our hearts and thoughts should be for his his wife and his kids, Zelda, Zach, and Cody. Um, you know, you can't even imagine how they're doing it tough right now, but they are, and um, we we will continue to push on in our lives, and we'll enjoy some great Robin Williams moments over over the course of the coming weeks. I'm sure you'll watch some YouTube, you'll watch a movie whatever it might be. I think I'm going to watch some Morgan Mindy. Your tech line. Right, back to the main game and um, plenty of speculation online this week about the Big Apple event. Uh, 100% unofficial. 100% rumour. But solid rumours uh, nonetheless. Solid Information that uh, Tim Cook may stand on stage in um, in the U.S., San Francisco, or perhaps down in San Jose again. Um, most likely, San Francisco though. Um, on September the ninth, and at that event, announce the new iPhone. <coughs> now, there are huge numbers of leaks again, uh, which would be disappointing to Apple without doubt. Um, and it's very clear that the new iPhone design will follow the. Design cues of the iPad Air, the iPod Touch, very round, very thin, very thin. You think about an iPod Touch, super thin, super light. If they can get the phone down to that. It'll be sensational. Uh, but also rounded edges. So this this squared off look that the iPhone has had now for some years since the iPhone four, so four years, um, is going to change, and we're going to have ourselves a a, a very thin, very light iPhone with curved edge around the back now that's that's kind of fact now I think and it'll have a uh, kind of white or or dark insert kind of a rubberized plastic insert um, through the metal very much like the HTC One did last year Um, that's in terms of form factor we we pretty much know that now Um, in terms of what will be inside the device really I, I don't think anyone can truly speculate but it'll be faster chip, better processor Um, they'll they'll have done some work on the battery to to improve the battery life based on iOS 8 Um, and I hope to God they put NFC in it so we can have tap and go payments on our iPhones, but there's been no hint of that but what's um, interesting is the screen at the front may be made of a different glass, maybe a a more resistance to smashes and cracks glass, which would be good for Apple because they don't want to deal with your repairs but the size is what really matters and I don't think and I've discussed this with Stephen Fenwick you've heard me talk about it <clears throat> but you know putting it down on the record I um I don't think for a second that Apple's going to do a 5.5 inch phone um and I may be completely wrong there just because I personally have no interest in a 5.5 inch f- phone I think 4.7 is is almost a guarantee now but I think they'll also do the new iPhone uh, the same size as what they currently have. Now, how do they name them then? I don't know. Um, iPhone 6 and iPhone Air, perhaps, uh, taking a cue from Stephen Finick. But I don't think they'll have an iPhone bigger than 5 inches, and I think they'll launch two new phones, um, both with this thin, rounded form factor, um, so that people that love the current iPhone size will get that new look, that new design, and and on a refreshed phone over and above the iPhone 5S, which was simply a remake of the 5. That's what I think they'll do. Um, I think, though, if they just launch one phone, then we'll get ourselves an iWatch. I think that launching an iWatch is <clears throat> the smartest thing they can do at any point to to rekindle that flame of innovation that a lot of business brokers, you know, stock market players think they've lost. Um, their, their stock price can suffer from that. I don't really care. I want them to release an iWatch when they're good and ready and when the product's good and ready. Uh, they shouldn't be pressured otherwise. But iPhone 6, likely to be announced September 9. And, you know, from my point of view, that means it'll be available September 19 to 26, one of those Fridays, um, because they normally try to roll it out pretty quickly after the announcement. And a Friday is always the day. Australia will be first, uh, because that's how we roll here. We roll first, and that's the only way to roll, isn't it? Um, because of the time zones, we get it first. So plenty of room, um, there's plenty of motivation to, uh, to get excited if you're looking for a new iPhone. Certainly not a time to change if you are looking at a new iPhone because the deals that will be out there for the 5, the 4S, the 5S um, will be quite worth checking out, I would suggest. Um, and we'll keep you up to date on that as things roll along. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin uh, GPS and Satellite Navigation Technologies, garmin.com.au the uh, Garmin VivoFit is the fitness band that moves at the pace of your life. Comes in six colours, um, uh, you know, like a red, a purple, blue, green, grey, black. Beautiful device, um, easy on the wrist. Um, but it doesn't just track your steps. It, it's got a, it's got a watch on it too. It tells you the time. Uh, more importantly, it's um it's constantly telling you that because you just glance at the screen and you know what's happening. Um, you know, I I wear a device that doesn't tell you on the go. You have to open up an app to see it. You already know the active steps you can take, so now you can improve your overall wellness today and tomorrow and well into the future because Garmin VivoFit will set goals for you. It set goals based on your habit. Um, It's a fantastic device, well worth checking out. Looking at about $159 for that one and available at good sports stores and uh, fitness outlets, the Garmin VivoFit, garmin.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now I come across websites all the time. You come across Aussie businesses all the time, and and sometimes we kind of lose lose track of the fact that there's some real there's some real success going on in this country. And I think we talked last week about the app economy and, and the number of the jobs that have been created in Australia um, by the overall app economy, let alone Apple alone um, and the and the ecosystem that it's created through the app marketplace. And you know I think it's good to highlight the fact that there are people in this country doing unbelievable things with. Uh, with the internet and digital innovation. And one such company is called Envato. Now Envato uh, is a company I'm aware of through a mutual friend, Josh, who um, is a radio guy like me and, and has been working at Invado for a little while now. But I saw a tweet today and, uh, and it mentioned that this company's, one of its websites was in the top 100 globally. And because of that, they were actually the, the most highly ranked website Australian website in the world. I thought that was quite an amazing stat, and to get a bit of background about the company and that website in particular, Ben Chan from Invato's on the line. G'day, mate. How are you doing?
2: Good. Good. Yourself?
0: Mate, really well. I, I mean, as I said, I've, I've been aware of the company, and I remember Josh telling me, you know, there was WordPress themes and things involved, and let's go back 20 steps here and say, you know, what is Envato? What, 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 would, be the in, what would be the main business for the company Envato?
2: Yeah, so in, at Invato, we really want to be the one-stop shop for any multimedia project. So whether you need to build a website, uh, build a office presentation or a video for your wedding, uh, we want to be that one-stop shop where you can pick up website templates, videos, Stock footages, um, uh, audio, photos, anything at all that you need for a multimedia project, um, and that's really what we're here for. And we're we're this marketplace platform that allows people to both buy and sell uh, these types of content.
0: I was going to say you're not just appealing to the to the end user; you're appealing to the content creator as well. The people that are taking photos, creating music, creating themes for websites, and giving them a a broad marketplace to to, to get their product out to. Is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And um, you know, we one of the things that really excites me about Envato is that people all around the world have Envato um, as a seller, being on Envato as their full time job. Right. Um, and and we're creating jobs for for many people all around the world. In fact, you know, uh, one of our most successful authors is in Thailand, and he's just pulling in lots of cash, and he's just Kind of built him, built himself a business out of his own apartment.
0: So what's he doing? How does he do that? What's what's he making?
2: Yeah, he's making a WordPress theme, um, and uh, it just you know his his themes just sell very very well. In fact, um, one of our best selling themes has sold more than eighty thousand copies.
0: Wow! And uh, let's let's go back a step for people that don't know. But when you the, like, it's probably five, let alone 10 years ago. When you wanted to build a website, you had to find someone who knew how to, how to do back-end programming, essentially. HTML is simple, but it's still complicated. And, you know, you need to be able to get a graphic designer to, to design what you wanted to look like, and then someone else to cut it up and code it up. And now, and, you know, I'm, I don't mind saying that my website, EFTM, is a WordPress website. I went to a, a, a I found a theme online I don't think it was one of yours actually, and uh, I paid a small amount of money, and I used that theme, and that's the theme. The theme being the thing that determines how my site looks different to another. And this is a really big business in the world, isn't it? Because of the number of websites and the number of people trying to find a point of difference.
2: Exactly, exactly, and and like you said, you know, I don't think people realise how easy it is to build your own website. So if you have a business that's a, a cafe or a restaurant or a, a plumbing business. Um, come onto our website, uh, have a look around at the themes. We've got thousands of themes, um, and you can look at all the previews. Uh, search for the ones that you want, and then um, and uh, buy, try and install it, and and uh, and off you're away. And, and you know we're talking about fifty eight dollars for a theme. Mm. Um, and exactly. rather than paying for thousands of dollars for a custom design, as as you had to in the past.
0: Yeah, and so, the, the the multiple different types of content that you make available. And I've got to be honest, mate, I had no idea about PhotoJune, which is like a stock photography site. Um, mm-hmm. uh, that that is that's such a simple thing. And you're often, as a publisher like me looking for just something, to a photo to add to the story that has nothing to do specifically with the story, but it's just, you know, if it's about racing, you put a picture of people racing or whatever, uh, and those photos are hard to find because you've got to make sure you have the license and, and the ability to use the photo. You can't just search Google Images, and you've got a thing here. I can just search for racing, and I can pay, you know, a couple of dollars and get use of that photo.
2: Exactly, yeah. Photos on our website, you know, you buy one, it ranges from $1 to $9. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and we're also, you know, we're the number one uh, licensor of stock music. Um, so if you need a music for your website yeah. um, or any kind of commercial production, um, come along and, and find, find pieces of music. We've got outstanding composers um, who just are selling on Invato exclusively.
0: So let's talk about ThemeForest. This is the big success story. Was there, what was there, pizza at the office today? Uh, ThemeForest, uh, <laughs> Alexa is a, is a website owned by Amazon that, that kind of uses panels and, and do- different information to determine the, the rankings and the, and the traffic to particular websites. And what they've determined in their, in their recent ratings yesterday and today are that ThemeForest is, I think at the moment it's number 93 in the world. The number 93 website in the world, that's massive.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, we're we're absolutely stoked here at um, uh It, you know, our our mission is to help people to earn and learn online, um, and uh, to have this as as a uh, you know byproduct of of all that is just a massive bonus. You know, we 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 weren't going after being the top hundred sites. We we really just want to create a, a little ecosystem, mm. um, and it's. It's worked out really, really well, and and furthermore, we're excited about the future. You know, I don't think we want to um, rest on our on our current position and on our laurels. Um, we're really wanting to expand and and create the best customer experience for for everyone involved.
0: Because as a business, um, you might think at the first first pass that selling themes is a uh, not a not a huge growth area because once everyone's got a theme, they're done. But People with websites, especially publishing style, you know, blogs, um, let alone the biggest businesses, that you always want to refresh. I mean, I did a refresh. It didn't cost me more than three hundred dollars last year. I paid for a theme, and then I paid for someone to just help me with a couple of things that I wanted to tweak on it. And for a very small amount of money, you can change a blog, for example, from one very basic and probably ugly look to something that just looks stunningly professional. And it's a, it, that's where the growth is because every year people might upgrade and, and every year people contemplate the, the, the turnover. So the more sites that are on the web, the more sites that are likely to continue to upgrade. That's, that's the growth trajectory, surely.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. And, uh, you know, you mentioned refreshing um uh, every so often and that's that's with buying a new theme what you can also do is add functionality so pretend your your current website doesn't do anything except you know present present pictures and and content mm. if you wanted to make it an e-commerce store add some functionality you can install a plugin uh, and we sell those as well on code canyon which is kind of the sister website to theme forest so you know it, whether it's um, a commenting system or a user registration system, an e commerce solution, sliders uh, all of these are you know sell from ten dollars upwards
0: unbelievable I mean I literally had no idea i mean that that 's the funny thing really about the internet isn't it you um, you can be doing such amazing work in a global environment yeah because there's seven billion people in the world, yeah. but you know on a scale it's it's a really big Aussie story isn't it
2: yeah yeah I mean we've um uh we've been just so fortunate to 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 be involved um we've we've grown from I think in 2012 we are about 50 people or so last year t- uh 2013 we're 150 people now we're about 250 people uh most of which are in Melbourne um uh, so we're very much homegrown Aussie uh and just Just love love the uh, the business we're in, and and I'm very fortunate to to have such a great global community um, everywhere.
0: Well, I'm browsing the themes right now, thinking what the next eftm refresh might look like. So uh, (laughs) we shall never know. And it is it's ridiculous that the price for for fifty eight dollars, let alone less, you can you can just change the look of your website to something. Equally as professional, and but but radically different, so that the uh, the users feel like you're uh, continuing to innovate. It's a great idea, mate, and uh, great success. And I hope the uh, hope the team had um, if they haven't already celebrated. I hope Friday drinks is going to be a big one this week. Yeah,
2: thanks very much. Thanks for having us. It
1: might sound crazy what I'm about to
0: say, but Microsoft thinking they're trying to build a consumer base for their Surface tablet range. The Surface Pro three uh, hits Australian shores stores retail August twenty eighth, starting at nine hundred and seventy nine dollars. Now it's a twelve inch tablet. the The cover comes with a keyboard, so it is a laptop as well. They would say, and their their advertising is is looking like targeting the MacBook Air which is very interesting. The MacBook Air is, I think, a fantastic device. I use it regularly. Um, I don't use an iPad much because I have the MacBook Air. Uh, and I think they're targeting that because they, they know people want slim, they want cool, they want um, portability. So the things Microsoft is pushing is this, you know, simple device. They're pushing the interchangeable tablet and, and keyboard option. So, you know, they're saying that, that the Air doesn't have a tablet you can take off. Uh, they're saying the, the Surface is touchscreen. The Air is not. They're saying the Surface has a pen you can draw on the screen. You can't do that with a, with a MacBook. Um, these are all valid points. Valid points. But spec for spec, if you want to go hard, an Intel Core i7, 512 gigabyte hard drive, 8 gig of RAM, MacBook Air cost you $1,900. That's what I bought. If you want a Microsoft Surface, $2,200. Screen's a bit bigger. I give you that. But you know, I think in this day and age, if you if you're wanting to compare yourself to Apple, you have to beat them on price. And I I just feel these are these are just a bit over over the odds. So hopefully at retail you're about to drive some serious deals. Um I just I'm just not sure you can that's all. Um so that that's a problem for me and I I think the device looks magnificent and I think you know running windows raw the full deal means that it is a competitor to laptops and ultrabooks. So JB and Harvey will be selling it hard at that level. But just be careful when you buy an Intel Core i3 laptop you you, you are buying something that doesn't have the performance to do you know, video editing or, or large photo editing. So you are buying a tablet for tablet's sake, not not really for pure Windows sake. So interesting times ahead. I, I can't predict how they'll go with it. They'll probably do well because they've got low expectations, most likely. Um, but the Surface 3 will be out at the end of this month. I'd love to know whether you're thinking uh, of ordering one because uh, only time will tell whether or not... Uh, you know, it's a success, but um, if you are in the market, I'd love to know why and, and what appeals to you. Check it out. Um, it's an interesting little product. Uh, you can get in touch with me. Just uh, jump on Twitter, at Travelong, or uh, call one 800 or go to the website, eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you've got a question... About technology, a problem with technology, we just want to have a chat about anything technology in your life, uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Adam. Tuna, how you doing? Good, buddy. What can I do for you?
1: Right. Well, I've got a, an issue just with my, uh, on my laptop. So I use, I use Chrome as my browser. Yep. And just in the last week or so, I'm getting these, Pop-up ads that, like, 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 when I go into a website, I'll there'll be like three or four of these pop-up ads, and it, it's like it's a program that's that's installed itself onto onto my computer, and hmm. and I can't. I'll, I've gone to sort of done a Google search and tried to sort of uninstall it through the control panel, and like without success, so. Hence, so
0: uh, yeah, giving you guys a call. And so it, it's it's only appearing in Chrome. Does it happen in Internet Explorer, for example?
1: No, that's interesting. Yeah, no, it doesn't. So, and, and
0: what antivirus have you got? So
1: I've got uh, Trend Micro, which
0: is which okay. Is, 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 is it day. Trend Micro antivirus or internet security? Um, I think it's
1: know.
0: Antivirus. Right. So the thing about antivirus these days is, unfortunately, antivirus stop viruses. And these days, viruses are the the least of our problems. It's more about malware and spyware and all these other bloody things. And a stack of these um, uh, things just aren't picked up by pure antivirus systems. You need what they call internet security. So all the big security companies sell some sort of internet security, and that will be the thing that that should prevent you getting this in the first place. Now, cleaning it up, though, there are a few kind of anti-malware things out there. I think um, Malware Bytes is one of them. Have you tried any of these kind of download and, yeah. and clean-up systems?
1: Yeah, I have. So I I think that was one that I did try, and it, I I downloaded it, and it went through and did a like a sweep of my computer, and it found. It found some problems, and then, but like the next step was to remove them. I'd have to go and, and buy something, like, like, like make a purchase. Yeah. And, and I was just seeing if there's anything that you, you knew that could do it, like without me having to spend any money, basically. Sadly,
0: I think no matter what you do, you're up for some cash. Yeah. Now, malware of what bites is about $30. Um,
1: yeah, I think it was yeah, roughly, roughly
0: about that. You yeah. know, I know that's that's money, but it's not a not a not a life endangering amount of money. And frankly, yeah. you're probably going to pay more than that to to upgrade to an internet security solution. Um, yeah. and, and Malwarebytes is not a one off; it's a one year thing. So maybe get Malwarebytes, and then at the end of your Trend Micro subscription, kind of reassess uh, your your situation and maybe look to getting a full internet security solution at that point. Yeah. Um, but I think. Uh, and the other thing is if you, that's your laptop, have you got any other computers? Uh well I've
1: got tablets that, yeah, I, okay. that I use but the, the, yeah, they, I'll well, only get the one laptop. They won't
0: be affected, but I was just gonna say no. the, the malware bites is a three PC solution, so you, you could at least use it on another computer. Okay. Maybe if you got right. any and, and, and you, you have had good
1: experiences with them, like the, yeah
0: malware malware I'm trying to think of the name of the other one, but um there are a couple around uh I just look I I'd avoid see the thing about the free ones are... They're, they're probably going to do what you've actually been a victim of and, and want you to try and install something extra as well. So Malwarebytes yeah. is, a, is a reasonably reputable um, name in this space and, uh, and well worth a go, I would suggest. I mean, if I had any relationship with them, I'd give you one, but I, I don't have anything to do with them. But um, if you can find something else that's slightly cheaper, great. But I think this is one of those situations where you remind yourself that, mate, if the, if the plumbing was broken, you wouldn't go for a free solution in your house. Uh, yeah, you'd pay a you'd pay a plumber now. Thirty bucks is mate. If you could find a plumber to fix any plumbing solution, thirty bucks you'd be happy. Um, but unfortunately, mate, I think you're I think you're up for the cash and uh, that will. But it will clean you out, and um, it's a great thing to run then every every few weeks and do a good scan and check on on life in your computer and and you know their browsers particularly because mate that that um you know getting pop getting pop-ups on websites alone is annoying. Uh, getting them. Um, in addition to what the websites themselves do, ugh, that's got to be the most annoying yeah. thing ever. You don't know where it no, came from, do you?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Actually. No, I, you, did, I, have I, you
0: installed any uh, software recently? Well, I, I did. I,
1: I, I was actually actually come to think of it, I did try and install something like a uh, what was it, it? Was a JPEG to PDF um, mm. tool? Yep. That could like like you know transform a JPEG into a PDF. Yeah, and I did that, and I, I think it because having a look at my control panel, like like th- this this pop up program was happened like on the same day as that, yep. that JPEG thing. So I was, I was something happened in, in that. Yeah. So that yeah. that
0: piece of software is dodgy as all heck, and yeah. uh, and that's where they've tried to sting you. Um, yeah. And there's not much you can do about that now. Um, just as a final quick tip, um, Cute PDF is a great program for um, for PDFs and what you do is you install cute PDF um, and you open up the JPEg file and you hit print and cute PDF becomes one of your printers so you might find your little Hewlett Packard there but then you'll also see cute PDF and that allows you then just to print to cute PDF and it just creates a file and uh, you've got yourself a PDF file
1: Okay, so so what's it? Q, cute
0: C-U-T-E it? PDF. Pretty sure that's what it's called. And uh, yeah, it's, and, and what it, is it
1: And do you, do you download it? Do you? Or, yeah, or download it. it uh,
0: it's. I'm pretty sure it's free, because um, okay. I remember having it on my office computer at work and going, "Wow, this is cool, simple." Um, and yeah, it's free. Uh, cute PDF. Uh, yeah, free download. Yeah, okay. One point nine meg. and it, It's a really weird thing to get used to because it's it's a printer but it doesn't have, print any paper. You print to it, and then it, it asks you what, what you want to call the file, and then bingo, you've got yourself a PDF Yeah, file. Know, I've, had,
1: I've had that like, in Word computers before, when I've been able, been able to print to PDF, and yeah. then like, this is my,
0: my personal one, and yeah.
1: Okay. Bingo. All right, good tip. All Thanks. right,
0: mate. Um, sorry you have to spend the 30 bucks, but it will clean you out and get you going again. No, I'll do it. Thanks for Good on you, mate. And if you want to get in touch, uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Well, that's a wrap uh thank you for listening. thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening to my uh, uh gibberish earlier about the passing of Robin Williams but um I think if you if you're of my generation or, or uh you know enjoy entertainment, you will uh, also be saddened today by his passing and, uh, and I think it is is a great loss and I think uh anyone that's that's suffering um, the best we can do is try and help so um reach out to your friends. say good day. The old R-U-I-K okay days every day. That's, that's a really important thing to remember. And, uh, and, and Lifeline's available if you need to chat. And um, that's the best we can do. So talk to your friends, hug your kids, love life a little. Um, I'll be back next week. More technology news and information. Uh, if you want to get in touch in the meantime, go to the website, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the
1: jargon. Your, your Tech, tech life. life with Trevor Long.